Hartford. Here we take you inside the University of Hartford and the stories being told by the many talented people who are the University of Hartford. Faculty, staff, students, alumni, the experience and experiences they're sharing on our West Hartford campus and beyond. Lauren Shante, class of 2003, graduated from the University of Hartford with a B.S. in Biological Sciences based on the West Coast now. Lauren is a former professional dancer and the founder and owner of a health strategy company targeted at active moms. Lauren, it's great to catch up with you. Thank you so much, Abe. I'm so excited to be here. And I can't believe I was doing the math. 2003 was 18 years ago. Oh, my gosh. What a way to start the conversation. (laughs) Time does fly. It does. It really does. So, uh, Lauren, in your uh, website, laurenchante.com, it's all one word, uh, you describe yourself as a health strategist. What exactly is a health strategist? Right. That's a great question, Abe. Well, my master's degree is in exercise science, and I have more than 15 years in my field at this point. And at some point in my career, I started to recognize that what I was doing was not traditional for the fitness and nutrition industries, because a lot of what I do is help women, especially women are my target, my target audience to recognize the obstacles that they're experiencing and help them to overcome those obstacles. So it's a lot different than just talking about only what you're eating or only how you're exercising. It's really bringing practical life into the picture. And because of that, I do a fair amount of strategizing with my students. How can we make this work for you? What is it that's not working? How are we going to put everything together so that you can be successful? Now, I know for the longest time you wanted to be a professional dancer. You trained in New York City. You auditioned Mm -hmm. uh, for everything ranging from Broadway shows to the Radio City Rockettes. I understand that an injury prevented you from uh, further pursuing your passions as a dancer. How were you able, uh, you know, I guess to literally get back up, dust yourself off and perhaps reinvent yourself in your career? Right. Well, at that time when I finished or knew my career as a dancer was finished, I was really in a lot of pain. There were some days where I couldn't even bend over to tie my shoes. I had been to physical therapy. It didn't seem to be getting better. I was really young at the time that I started developing back pain. I believe I was 16 when it really started to be recurring. And then by the time I hit my 20s, it had often become debilitating. So I was really very hyper-focused on not even really worrying about dancing anymore as much as just being able to enjoy my life without pain. And ultimately, that's what led me to be in the field that I'm in now. So I applied to do my master's degree at Springfield College in exercise science with a concentration in strength and conditioning because I really wanted to understand what was going on in my body so that I could fix it. And then eventually it turned into a passion for helping other people in their lives. In your website, you write that although you are a celebrity personal trainer, you are not what you'd call your perfect cover model from a fitness magazine. You write that Um, You know, you're not a tough love coach from a reality TV show. And as you point out, you have stretch marks. You've been pregnant or nursing babies for Mm -hmm. most of the last uh, 10 years. And you point out that you routinely feel overwhelmed as a mom. How have your own experiences, I guess professionally and personally, influenced you in the way you help others in the areas of nutrition and fitness? Oh, that's another great question, Abe. I I don't know if you have children, Abe, but I think that it's a special experience and you don't understand exactly how much of a hurricane it is until you're in the center of it, 
right? So experiencing the overwhelm myself, um, my three children at the this time of recording are two, five, and nine. So I'm very much still in the, the little kid years, as I call them. Uh, it really helped me to inform my coaching practice in a really different way because the fact of the matter is when you're under the amount of stress that you're under as a parent, a lot of uh, the traditional tools just aren't what you need. There's so much going on, especially with new moms who are really struggling with that identity shift of suddenly life is focused around themselves, around their careers, around their development. And all of a sudden the world is revolving around, you know, this little person that's entered their lives. Tough love just really doesn't deliver the change that you would expect it to deliver due to the stresses that parents are under. And it also just doesn't lend a lot of peace and calm to the journey. And something that I say a lot is that your happiness is more important to me than your dress size. If you achieve the dress size that you want, but secretly inside the four walls of your home, you're yelling at your kids. The the talk that you have inside your head about yourself is negative. You're not having a good relationship with your spouse. It really doesn't matter to me if you've achieved your physical goals. So for me, um, just the, the whole experience of motherhood really brought a new lens into what I want people to get out of working with me. I want wellness, nutrition, weight loss. I want all of it to have a feeling of peace and calm around it instead of the really frenetic and frustrated and stressed feeling that it often has, especially when women um, will go on diets for the first time and they throw everything out, right? They they start exercising. They change every single thing about their eating. They're getting up at five in the morning to to work out and just all of that is so overwhelming that it doesn't feel calm and peaceful. It feels frenetic and it adds more dysfunction to their family instead of supporting it. So that realization was really fueled by my experience as a mom. So Lauren, is it a case then that uh, becoming a mom led you to focus your fitness and uh, wellness coaching towards mothers? Absolutely. I, I literally cannot speak without feeling like I'm speaking to a mom. Mm-hmm. It's just my 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 whole experience is in that. And so it's just on my heart to communicate with other women who are in the same position. What's your process in, in helping your clients find what works for, you know, their their body, what works for someone's life? What's involved in your signature wellness coaching Mm -hmm. program and, and cracking the wellness code. Yeah. Thanks for asking that, Abe, because I do have to give a lot of credit to my excellent science education at both the University of Hartford and Springfield College for really bringing me to my method. Um, My first phase that I work with people on is in a small program that I call Your Daily Journal, and I teach people the importance of taking data on themselves to figure out what's actually working for their bodies and what's not. And I I teach people how to use the scientific method to evaluate that data and to manipulate different things in their lifestyle so that they can get results. And the beautiful thing about this is that it allows people to stop looking outward at um, books, TV shows, magazines, influencers influencers, whoever they might be looking outward for the best diet or the best way to lose weight. And it teaches them to start looking inward. And this is really rooted in my experience in the sciences, not just with understanding the scientific method from an experimental point, but also just understanding, you know, when you 
do science and you do scientific research, a lot of times, you know, in a study, even if there's a significantly, a statistically significant benefit to a particular treatment or a particular diet, there's always a couple of subjects who didn't experience the same thing that all the other subjects did. And that research study will come out and say, oh, it's statistically significant. We need to do this thing. But people forget that the subjects and studies represent real people, right? So what happens if you're one of those people who is the, the maybe the two people in the study for whom the treatment didn't work or for whom the diet wasn't effective. What are you supposed to do, right? Mm -hmm. And how does that make you feel when everything that all of your friends are trying to do, they're being successful with, and you're the only person who can't find what you're doing. So that's that's why I'm passionate about that first step, teaching people to really look inward and learn to evaluate themselves like a scientist. And then once you start getting to know yourself, you start to have a lot of questions once you start to understand how your body works. You're like, okay, I see my body's working this way. I see eating this way or sleeping this way or doing this thing makes X, Y, Z happen in my body. Now I'm ready to create change in my body. I'm ready to create change in my life. Life. How do I best do that is the next question that people usually ask. And that's what my program Cracking the Wellness Code is about. It's really the intersection between nutrition science, behavioral psychology, and practical life. A lot of um, people, when they're choosing a diet, they really choose it based off of what they perceive to be as either the most cutting edge thing that's out there right now, the thing that seems to be the most scientifically dazzling, the most cutting edge, or they choose it based off of what is working for their friends and their neighbors. And both of those methods have inherent flaws when actually trying to find something that works for yourself. Um, and a major part of that is because our psychology is really different from person to person. And then on top of our psychology being really different, our lives are really different. My demands as a woman with three children, working full-time, running a business, are going to be different than the demands of a student who's in college, going through college, studying for finals, maybe a college student who is um, working at the same time they're putting themselves through school. It's very different, and the differences matter. So in Cracking the Wellness Code, I teach people how to recognize their differences, how to honor their differences, and how to create strategy based on how they're unique, using the power of psychology and using the things that I've learned in my career. And it's really incredible to watch people who never thought that they would be able to create change in their lives, mm. who never thought that they were going to be able to lose weight, who thought that they were the problem, recognize that all along, all they needed to do was learn how to strategically honor themselves. Lauren, is it, you know, is it too, uh, too easy for us to uh, get caught up in sort of today's weight loss headlines, if you will, mm -hmm. when it comes to, you know, looking what for what's best for an individual? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, it's, in fact, it's not just easy, but for many of us, it's the only thing we know. Mm -hmm. The only thing we know is gathering information about dieting or about weight or about wellness from magazine covers, from books, from the television, or just from people around us. I talk a lot about the idea of generational wellness, which is the idea that we inherit our habits of caring for our bodies from our parents. So for example, when I first wanted to lose weight for the first time, I went to the store and I bought SlimFast shakes because that's what I saw my mom do for my entire childhood, right? right? The same way that children pick up behaviors from their family of origin um, surrounding normal things like how they talk, how they act, how they handle fear or conflict in life. We also pick them up about caring for our bodies.
Lauren, you are a certified strength and conditioning coach um, through the National Strength and Condi- uh, Conditioning Association. You are a certified nutrition coach. Um, as you mentioned, you earned your Master of Science, Exercise Science from Springfield College, and of course, your mm-hmm. Bachelor of Science, Biological Sciences from the University of Hartford. How have these experiences come together to make you the health strategist that you are? Yeah, well, a wonderful commonality between both uh, University of Hartford and Springfield College is that the science education was really rigorous, and all of our professors really challenged us to think critically. And when I entered the wellness space after being a personal trainer for many years, I really needed that critical thinking skill to challenge a lot of what's out there because a lot of people are not, uh, in fact, I would, I would venture to say most people do not teach wellness the way that I teach it. They don't honor the individual. They don't um, utilize behavioral psychology and they don't use the same method that I use in terms of teaching people how to collect data on themselves. And it can be really scary to be the first person doing something, right? You say, oh, you know, people are going to be critical. People aren't going to understand what I'm doing. You have the imposter syndrome where you're like, is is what I'm even doing right, right? But because I had such a strong education in both areas, in biology and then in exercise science and exercise physiology, I just reached this point where I felt like I could just bloom and I could step out with confidence to do something different than what other people were doing. Now, I understand you were a college student at the age of 13. I was, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) What was that like? Oh, you know what? I was young enough to be really oblivious of how um, crazy it was. I mean, I think I knew at a certain level that people thought I was really unusual, but I really just kind of kept my head down and did my own thing a lot of the time. So I felt like it was a really good experience at the time. And I'm, I'm really grateful that I was able to get so much out of my education at such a young age. And, and it's crazy now because when I was 13, it was like, it felt like the conversation would come up every day. We're like, Oh, how old, how old are you? How old were you when you went to school? And, you know, now I'm in my thirties and, and like nobody talks about it anymore. So it's funny. (laughs) (laughs) What were the, um, I guess the advantages and, and the challenges pursuing a degree in biology at the university of Hartford at such a young age? Yeah, well, you know, it was really interesting because I had never been flagged as a gifted student really in my public elementary schools or my middle schools. My family, of course, loved me and adored me and thought that I was gifted, but I had never really been singled out as somebody who you would expect to go to college that early. So for me, going to college young was really a real unlocking of my mind for me. I remember when I used to sit in in traditional school, my last grade before I went off to college was um, eighth grade. I remember just being really spacey and not really engaged with what was going on at school. I never studied for anything. I never took notes. I never kept an academic planner. I just kind of got good grades based on luck at that time. And when I finally went to college, it was like 
I was finally being challenged enough. So my brain just woke up and locked on. Like I no longer felt like I had this spacey feeling where I wasn't even really like present in the room while my teachers were teaching. I just felt really engaged and suddenly just everything about my mind sharpened. And I was for the first time focused and it was really gratifying because I really did enjoy studying science and I really did enjoy doing my schoolwork for the first time instead of it just having to be something that was the obligation of going to school every day. Lauren, through your website, you offer a number of online courses and programs, including one called The Picky Eater Solution, which intrigued me. (laughs) What is the picky eater problem that requires a picky eater solution? Uh, well, there are a number of moms out there, Abe, who are already nodding their heads saying, I know what that is. It's okay. when you have a child who doesn't want to eat. And for me, my my middle child was really extreme in that. She actually didn't even want to eat solid food until she was almost two. And then she basically only wanted carbs and cheese for like another good two years. So it's something that I put together because people who work with me for wellness coaching often tell me that one of their biggest challenges is that their kids won't eat what they're preparing for dinner. So it was something that after my experience with my daughter, I felt like I had a really strong skill set with. So I put that together for people who really needed it. And it's actually in um, what I call beta testing right now. I do a lot of really rigorous testing for my programs before I put them out there to make sure that um, the, the lessons flow, that people understand what I'm trying to say, and ultimately let people get results from it. So that's um, something that I'm testing right now, and it's been really awesome. Are you still involved in dance? Not as much as I would like. I'm more so imparting my girls off to dance now, which is hey. crazy. <laughs> yeah, my my kindergartner um, takes ballet and tap now, and I, I won't lie. I stand in the waiting room, and I copy what she's doing sometimes, and I'm sure the other parents <laughs> think I'm a little crazy. Lauren Shante, you heart class of... 2003, a former professional dancer and the founder, owner of a health strategy company targeted at active moms. You can find her at Lauren, L-A-U-R-E-N, Shante, C-H-A-N-T-E, dot com. Lauren, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you for this and uh, much success to you going forward. Thank you so much, Abe. Production and research assistance for UHeart to Hartford provided by UHeart students Kristen Mosquera and Dylan Reyes. I'm Abe Hefter.